the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I begin this segment of the program with a little bit of shame. And I mean that sincerely. I'm not I'm not trying to be cute. Uh, I had forgotten that today was the National Day of Prayer until last evening. I'd forgotten all about it. Remembered it last night. And uh, I am saying that with a little bit of shame. And I'm, I'm just being honest with you. Uh, in years past, we here at WRFD, Bobberty Live, we've been all over the National Day of Prayer. Participated at uh, the events down at the State House. Uh, I can't tell you how many years uh, I participated in the uh, National Day of Prayer. Uh, and and again, so I, I just want to get that out before I criticize anybody else. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. This is the National Day of Prayer. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Let me get the negative off my chest, and uh, th- then we'll get into the positive. I'm just so disappointed in our state. Uh, there was almost no mention of the day of prayer this year. And again, I take my responsibility for not mentioning it several days in advance and so forth. Um, and I don't want to diminish that. But we don't even have a state director for the National Day of Prayer. If you go to the national website, National Day of Prayer website, and there is an official website, uh, and you you pull up Ohio, it says uh, state coordinator vacant. We we don't have one. We've always had one, at least before COVID. And I think think we just haven't recovered from COVID. That's the only thing I can think about. Um, To my knowledge, there was no commemoration down at the State House. We always had that. Hundreds of people. Uh, Sometimes it was in the rotunda. Sometimes it was in the atrium. Sometimes it was out on the steps of the Capitol, and hundreds of people were there. Choirs were there, church choirs, Christian school choirs, and this year, nothing. I I understand COVID, you know, destroyed that, but I spent a little bit of time this morning trying to find statewide observance of the National Day of Prayer. Yeah, church over here, an organization over here, uh, WARM, the uh, organization in Westerville, Westerville Area Resource Ministry, they had a prayer breakfast. 
uh, which again we almost always participated in as a as a radio station. WRFT didn't didn't hear anything. Didn't no. Um, and again, maybe that's our fault. But I just don't ever remember a national day of prayer so forgotten, so neglected um, as this year. And there's no reason. COVID is gone. There are no restrictions this year. And I just feel bad because if there was ever a time that we needed to pray, it is now. And yet, here in the state of Ohio, dead. Just dead. And I, I just, I just again, wanted to get that off my chest. And uh, to confess, I can't blame anybody else. Uh, I had completely forgotten about it until last night. All right. Enough of that. Enough negative. A little bit about the history of the National Day of Prayer. The first National Day of Prayer was actually proclaimed before we declared our independence in 1776. The Continental Congress proclaimed the first National Day of Prayer in 1775. Then, after the Revolutionary War ended with the Treaty of Paris in 1783, uh, the National Day of Prayer was proclaimed every spring from 1783 for eight consecutive years in 1783. Then, On January 1st, 1796, President George Washington declared a National Day of Prayer on January 1st, 1796. In that declaration, President Washington said, All persons within the United States render sincere and hearty thanks to the great ruler of nations for the possession of constitutions of government and fervently beseech the author of these blessings to establish habits of sobriety, order, morality, and piety. Uh, Later on, President John Adams declared a National Day of Prayer and Fasting on March 23rd in 1798, and again on March 6th, 1799. He declared... As the people of the United States are still held in jeopardy by insidious acts of a foreign nation, um, I hereby recommend a day of solemn humiliation, fasting, and prayer that the citizens call to mind our numerous offenses. You get this. Call to mind our numerous offenses against the Most High God, and we confess them before Him with sincerest penitence. Now, why in those years? Well, France was threatening war at that time. Um, President John Adams went on saying, We implore his pardoning mercy through the great mediator and redeemer for our past transgressions, and that through the grace of his Holy Spirit, we may be disposed and enabled to yield a more suitable obedience 
to his righteous requisitions. Righteousness exalteth the nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. And there's a theme that you will find going through the history of the National Day of Prayer and the proclamations made by many of our past presidents of the sin of America, the need to confess, the need for penitence. Again, uh, John Adams, we call to mind our numerous offenses against the Most High God, confess them before him with the sincerest penitence, imploring his pardoning mercy through the great mediator and redeemer for our past transgressions. A call to repentance and acknowledgement of sin. Can you imagine what the mainstream media would do if a president of the United States spoke in that kind of language today? They would uh, be screaming separation of church and state. Yeah, well, if anybody knew um, about the separation of church and state, it would be George Washington, John Adams, and uh, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, We need to take a break. Uh, When we come back, we'll get a little deeper uh, into the history of the National Day of Prayer. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Prayer, repentance, penitence were common topics among our founding fathers and uh, most of our early presidents. Boy, is that rare today. Um, what a what a change! Uh, National Day of Prayer today. Uh, long, long a history of National Days of Prayer being proclaimed. Uh, the skeptics love to say that Thomas Jefferson was probably an atheist. He cut all the miracles out of the Bible. That's a whole different story. But uh, at the very beginning of the Revolutionary War. Uh, Thomas Jefferson was the governor of Virginia, one of the colonies, and uh, the uh, the harbor at Boston was blockaded, and uh, Thomas Jefferson determined that he was just governor of Virginia, but he had a wide influence, and so he proclaimed on November 11, 1779, a day of prayer, and he said this, This is a quote from Thomas Jefferson that skeptics like to call an atheist or an agnostic. Here's what he declared when proclaiming a uh, day of prayer as the governor of Virginia on November 11, 1779. Congress hath thought proper to recommend to the several states a day of public and solemn thanksgiving to Almighty God that he would crown our armies with victory, that he would grant to his church the plentiful effusions of divine grace and pour out 
his Holy Spirit on all ministers of the gospel, that he would bless and prosper the means of education and spread the light of Christian knowledge through the remotest corners of the earth. I do therefore issue this proclamation appointing a day of public and solemn thanksgiving and prayer to Almighty God, given under my hand this 11th day of November in the year of our Lord, 1779, signed Thomas Jefferson. Uh, Did you hear that? That he would grant to his church the plentiful effusions of divine grace and pour out his Holy Spirit on all ministers of the gospel, that he would bless and prosper the means of education and spread the light of Christian knowledge? (sighs) Yeah, it was Thomas Jefferson. Uh, James Madison, uh, who introduced the First Amendment to the Constitution in the first session of Congress, as most of you know, proclaimed two national days of prayer— and a national day of fasting during the war during the war of 1812 then later writing on november 16 1814 james madison said in the present time of public calamity and war a day may be observed by the people of the united states as a day of public humiliation and fasting and of prayer to almighty god for the safety and welfare of these states, listen, of confessing their sins and transgressions and of strengthening strengthening their vows of repentance that he would be graciously pleased to pardon all of their offenses. Yeah. Uh, President Tyler proclaimed National Day of Prayer. President Buchanan proclaimed a national day of prayer. Uh, President Buchanan said in part, let me invoke every individual in whatever sphere of life he may be placed to feel a personal responsibility to God and his country for keeping this day holy. Uh, In 1863, President Lincoln stated uh, that he proclaimed a national day of prayer and fasting, and he said in part, The awful calamity of civil war, which now desolates the land, may be but a punishment inflicted upon us for our presumptuous sins. We have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. Intoxicated. With unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace, too proud to pray to the God that made us. It behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power, to confess our national sins, and to pray for clemency and forgiveness. When President Lincoln was shot, President Andrew Johnson proclaimed a national day of prayer on April 29th, 1865. And then I could go on, Theodore Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson, President Coolidge, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, on and on and on, presidents throughout our national history 
have proclaimed days of prayer. When the U.S. entered World War II, Franklin D. Roosevelt stated December 21, 1941, I have set aside a day of prayer. And then he went on and prayed. Uh, The National Day of Prayer is a very part of the fabric of our history. If you compare the proclamations of past presidents to the proclamations that are issued today, they're not even in the same universe. President Biden doesn't want to offend anyone. He doesn't really want to refer to God. That could offend somebody because some people like to pray to trees and plants and fire plugs. And so in an effort not to offend anyone, the uh, National Days of Prayer for in recent history are just so unbelievably different from those from our historic past. Today is the National Day of Prayer. And uh, I do not see nearly, nearly, nearly as many observances in local churches down at the State House, but that should not stop us from taking time today to pray for our nation, pray for revival, pray for our president. Pray that God would grip his heart and that he would repent. But please, don't forget the personal repentance. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Yeah, folks, we often spend too much time emphasizing them when we need to be praying about us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.